Doubling Down, my weekly market review, 28th of August, 2022. How quickly that half full glass I talked about last week has emptied. A third consecutive week of stock market losses ended with a thousand point fall in the Dow Jones Industrial Average on Friday, as Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell, talking at the Fed's annual Jamboree in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, ferociously doubled down on the central bank's commitment to raise interest rates as aggressively as is needed to bring current high inflation levels back down towards a target of level of 2%. I'll come back to this later. The durable goods report for July was disappointing, which may have been a good thing, since all economic data is now viewed through the lens of what will it make the Fed do? And it suggested a welcome slowing of demand, which could throw a little cold water on inflation and thereby reduced risk of greater interest rate rises. It showed new orders for big ticket items were virtually unchanged last month, whereas economists had expected a half percent increase after June's 2.2% gain. The same can be said of the release of US and European Purchasing Managers Index, a monthly survey of supply chain managers across all industries, which measures the prevailing direction of economic trends in manufacturing. Results were disappointing relative to analyst expectations, indicating an economic slowdown, thereby potentially reducing the need for outsized interest rate hikes. Evidence of this slowdown is locked in combat, however, with increasingly hawkish, i.e. more inclined to raise interest rates, Fed speak as Fed presidents continue to weaponize their words, literally yelling at the stock market that it was being way too over-optimistic. The idea that Powell's speech would be a happy, clappy celebration of the recent apparent stalling of inflation and that he would begin to ease the rhetoric on interest rate hikes started to recede early in the week as the consensus began to shift to the ultimately accurate position that in fact the Fed would be striking a more hawkish tone on Friday to combat recent market exuberance and continuing resilient labor market conditions. And stock prices began to tumble in anticipation. Obviously, the Saudis weren't particularly listening during Biden's recent visit, as their energy minister last week suggested OPEC plus nations may now cut production to keep prices high. Price of oil duly spiked, which is mostly bad news for stocks not in the energy sector. Going into Friday's speech, the futures market bet on the likelihood of a three-quarter point rate hike rather than a half a point at the September 20th, 21st meeting started shifting back to a probability of over 50%. Which brings us back to Powell's words on Friday, which spooked investors so badly. The market's gut feeling that a nasty Fed Friday surprise was brewing proved to be correct. JP was in uncommonly succinct and direct, aiming to convey nothing but steely resolve in the central bank's efforts to bring down inflation. He suggested recent inflation results that showed cooling prices were much too small a sample to affect Fed policy yet. His key words were, while higher interest rates, slower growth and softer labor market conditions will bring down inflation, They will also bring some pain to households and businesses. These are the unfortunate costs of reducing inflation. But a failure to restore price stability 
would mean far greater pain. He hit back at the bizarre Wall Street narrative that has somehow built up recently that the Fed may start cutting rates again next year. He talked about a sustained period of low growth and higher interest rates and even specifically said that the historical record cautions strongly against prematurely loosening policy. Fed speak for cutting interest rates. The flawed rate cut story that Wall Street had concocted, based on absolutely nothing as far as I can see, is behind at least a part of the significant rally we've seen since mid-June. Now that's off the table, it was inevitable that the market would have a tantrum on Friday, as it tends to do whenever anyone takes one of its toys away. I've mentioned many times The viability and continuation of the June to August rally depends on the feel-good vibes that have driven it actually being grounded in reality. Cracks are beginning to appear in that whole narrative, and the markets are now taking back many of those gains, effectively pleading guilty to the Fed's charges of recent over-optimism.